You're listening to Ink and Sage, a tiny podcast for writers. Learning to be a better writer by reading and reacting to story openings. My name is Sage. Let's get into the ink. Hi folks, welcome to episode 15. We're into the new year and all sorts of things are changing. I know I literally said just two episodes ago that the show was moving to fortnightly, but since then my schedule has had to change again. I've already cut back on a lot of my other activities, so now the only thing I can really do is to move this podcast to monthly. It'll be the third Wednesday of every month. Hopefully this will be the last major change to the show for the foreseeable future. I am running low on subs again, so if you have a story opening, a first line, first paragraph, or first page that you'd like me to read and react to, please email it to inkandsage.podcast at gmail.com. And now, on with the show. As ever, I'm not an expert. My intention is to be positive and helpful, and my opinions do not reflect the author's worth as people or as writers. Please ensure adequate sodium intake with this podcast. Knights of the Wraithmaker by Melanie A. Doan My feet pound against the pavement as muddied water splashes up from the puddles that speckle the path that led through the centre of Nightdeck to Aldara Castle. Brickman's Bakery almost tempts me to stop for my usual morning chocolate croissant. However, I am late for my exams, and I have no time for such pleasantries. Huffing and puffing my way across the drawbridge, the King's Guards attempt to further delay me even further. The exams have already begun, Squire Reagan, says Jameson, the guard on the left. He and his twin brother Joshua have been guardians of Aldara Castle ever since they graduated from the Academy of Knights, an honour they hold on to with pride and conviction. I ball my hands into fists as I stomp my foot. You legally have no grounds to block me from taking the exam. If anything, I can report you to Matron Guntry, and she will tell King Godwin that the reason I'd failed my exams was because you two... I poke each of the guards in the chest, wouldn't let me into the castle. The twins give each other a solid side-eye, then step aside to let me in. The Academy of Knights, known amongst the students as the AOK, is situated in the northern quadrant of Aldara Castle. It is where students between the ages of seven and seventeen learn all the ins and outs of knighthood, from Knight Deck's complicated beginnings to its esteemed military, the country's geography, horse-riding, and battle techniques. The only subject I wish was included in the rhetoric was the art of magic. Due to the lack of physical skills required, magic was banned from Nightdeck when its earliest settlers discovered the land nearly three centuries ago. I like the concept of this quite a lot. I'm less enamoured of the execution. Before I get into my actual comments, the city's name, spelt N-I-T-E-D-Q-U-E, is a difficult word to read. I initially thought it was a typo, but the spelling is consistent throughout. There's no pronunciation guide with this, but I hope that there would be in the book. I've decided to go with Night Deck just so I can wrap my brain around it, and I apologise if I'm getting it wrong. The first sentence is quite a doozy. My feet pound against the pavement as muddied water splashes up from puddles that speckle the path that led through the centre of Night Deck to Aldara Castle. That's 27 words and no breathing space. 
the sentence could be broken up into at least two, potentially three sentences, for better flow and an easier reading experience. There's a tense change in the middle of the sentence as well. The piece is written in present tense, but the word led is past tense, which would indicate that the path no longer leads through the city centre. I would actually rearrange the first line entirely. Puddles speckle the path that leads through the centre of Night Deck to Aldara Castle. Muddied water splashes up from them as my feet pound against the pavement. Huffing and puffing my way across the drawbridge, the King's Guards attempt to further delay me even further. First, I suspect this is a remnant from an earlier self-edit, but the repetition of further is jarring. Second, there's some confusion in the action here. It reads as though the King's Guards are huffing and puffing the narrator's way across the drawbridge, which I don't think is what's meant. A simple solution would be to rearrange the line. The King's Guards attempted to delay me further as I huffed and puffed my way across the drawbridge. The next few paragraphs are all fine, and I have no special comments on any of them. Then we get to, You legally have no grounds to block me from taking the exam. If anything, I can report you to Matron Guntry, and she will tell King Godwin that the reason I'd failed my exam was because you two, I poke each of the guards in the chest, wouldn't let me into the castle. That's a lot of quite overblown speech. It comes off as pompous. Personally, I would remove legally and, if anything, to make it cleaner. However, this is dialogue, and there are definitely people who actually speak like that, so I would also not fight an author who wanted to keep it, especially if the character is meant to be quite pompous. We don't have enough information about them yet to determine that, so I'll let it slide. Again, there's a tense issue. I can, present, report you to Matron Guntry, and she will, present, tell King Godwin that the reason I'd failed, passed, my exam was, passed, because you two wouldn't, passed, let me into the castle. Either it should all be present, i.e. can, will, I'm failing, is, won't, or it should all be passed, i.e. could, would, I'd failed, was, wouldn't. Also, the dialogue is split in two by the action. I poke each of the gods in the chest. That's good, I like that. But as chest is not the end of the sentence, it should be followed by a comma instead of a period. No real comments in the next paragraph other than that side eye should be a hyphenate instead of one word. The rest of the piece is exposition. It feels a little stilted, but it serves a purpose. My only real comment here is that the last line isn't really clear in its meaning or intention. Due to the lack of physical skills required, magic was banned from Night Deck when its earliest settlers discovered the land nearly three centuries ago. I'm assuming that magic was banned three centuries ago when the settlers discovered the land, but I'm not sure about the lack of physical skills required. Was it banned because it lacked physical skill to perform? or because there was lack of the physical skills that are required to perform it. Overall, I think that there's a solid start to a story in here. It just needs a bit of tightening up. Thanks for your submission, Melanie, and I hope that my critique was not too harsh. That's all for today. If you'd like to submit your story opening, please email inkandsage.podcast at gmail.com. Be sure to include your name or pen name and the title of your work. 
If you'd prefer to remain anonymous, just say so in the email. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider rating and reviewing on iTunes or wherever you listen to the podcast. You can also follow at Ink and Sage Pod on Twitter. The theme music is Hackers by Carl Casey of White Bat Audio and is linked in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and until the next episode, happy writing. Happy writing.